and we're live. We got Robert Spitzer here today and Micah Query. Is it Quarry or Query? I've always wondered that. Y'all see that hair on your head? It's Query, like Harry with a Q. He's got the Macklemore haircut going on. Thank you. Andrew's taking an indefinite hiatus. He will probably be back when football season because he can't shut his mouth when it comes to the damn Cowboys. Like Cowboys all those Cowboys suck. fans. Exactly. Shout out to Andrew. And 38-35. No one likes Cowboy fans. Make sure to listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes podcast. All that good stuff. And all right. So let's talk. Uh, first, let's just talk about the big news as always since every episode starts with this. McGregor Mayweather. <laughs> the shit talking to her. That's all it was. Glorified tour of just a lot of shit talking to hype up a fight that's probably not going to be much of a fight. Kind of brings back to high school days. Just a couple of high schoolers talking shit to each other. Except and in this case, they're going to both make nine figures. Yeah, it's like uh, when there's st- you got those two kids that are just jawing, and you're like, all right, is anybody going to fight yet? Or are you just going to sit there and make out? <laughs> and McGregor is getting racist. You, yeah. guys, you guys catch that? I did. Do we think it was intentional, though? Because let's, let's be honest. He has, in the past, Dennis Seaver, Marcus Cambridge, you know, even Nate Diaz. He called all of them boys, and he took it a step further with Diaz and called him a cholo gangster from the hood. So are they blowing it out of proportion, or is there actually something there? I think there is something with, I don't know if he's racist, but calling a black man boy is it's a pretty big thing. He is not. All, he is also not from this country. Yeah, so it could be different in Ireland. Though the Irish do have a history of being a little. <laughs> that is true. Now I will say. Now Mayweather did stomp on the flag, and we all know how how Irish is. I mean, that's almost the equivalent of calling a black guy boy. But I mean, not necessarily because boy, especially dance boy. How many slave owners probably said that? A lot. And on, now, to be fair, Mayweather went out and made it known that. He talked about the racial undertone, but shortly after that, a video released of them up close in their face-off, and Mayweather repeatedly called him a Mick, which is a derogatory connotation for Irish, so... And Mayweather has gotten in trouble with the Pacquiao thing when he called him a yellow thing, but he did apologize. We will not expect McGregor or hold our breath for him to apologize for his possible racial slur as he said when he uh got that second belt i'm take this moment to apologize to absolutely <laughs> fucking nobody <laughs> f-o-o-k-i-n spell it it's probably in the urban dictionary now and references connor <laughs> freaking i've been arguing with people on facebook all day who think mcgregor's gonna win because of how people look after fighting mayweather compared to how they look after fighting mcgregor and they don't take into account, especially with Diaz, you can barely touch him and he bleeds because all the scar tissue. Him and his brother both are known for their scar tissue buildup. So I, uh, I guess I missed your episode. I missed episode where y'all talked about this before, which I think was episode six or the last one. Uh, it's been every. This is like our biggest continuation topic besides Trump sucks. Well, I mean, it is current. You got to stick. With <laughs> and current. it changes. That, I think when true. we first started talking, it was still hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Probably, but yeah. it is official. Six weeks from yesterday, August twenty sixth, dude. Yeah. August twenty sixth. When you try to do something. So 
So we are watching it. I haven't. Right. Yeah, I haven't decided if I'm gonna try to get people to go down to McAllister and watch it like my brothers, or like we do all the big fights, or try to get my brother to actually come up here. What is it? And like? then try to get everybody up here. Is it ninety-five or is it? Probably a hundred. But if you get ten people, that's ten bucks yeah. a pop. That's nothing. I bet B does will probably charge for it too. Uh-huh. So because I think that I, I heard they're gonna start charging. They may for they charged in the past because that, that probably something costs they, a couple they, thousand. They did charge for Mayweather pack. So many airports did for that long. Except casinos. So what did what did y'all what did what were y'all's thoughts on Mayweather saying he did not give a fuck if it was a ring or an octagon and he would still kick ass? He was talking shit because he's not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> the point I'm getting at is. Whether whether or not this is all for money, which I'm sure yeah. X amount of it is, who wouldn't want to dance around with one of those guys for nine figures? But let's let's put this in perspective. Mayweather would never step foot into an octagon. That's fact. And if he did, do you think that he would even be able to compete? Because I feel like Connor will be able to compete to an extent in the ring versus I don't feel like Mayweather would be able to compete period in an octagon I think I said that a few episodes ago me and Andrew argued about that and I think it's McGregor has more of a shot boxing than Mayweather would in MMA because McGregor is not the best on the ground or anything like that but he's been training at it for more than half a decade decade long on that ground stuff and that's complicated stuff and then you also have the fact that I'm pretty sure Mayweather's never been kicked in the leg yeah. <laughs> Front kick, side kick, low leg kick. He's not going to know. He's been in what McGregor says is a limited combat sport for his entire career. Yeah, it's a, just a specific. I mean, it's just like some of those great karate and Muay Thai guys come in and they get taken down and the shit kicked out of them. And a lot of those jujitsu guys come in and they can't get the takedown and then they get their ass beat. Exactly. I just, I, you do have to tip your hat to Connor to an extent. Now, I will disclose that I am a little biased because I've been a fan of McGregor since he was in CWC in Europe. Oh, so, pretentious. But... He was on food stamps. <laughs> I will say you do have to tip your hat to my guy for leaving his element and going to an element that he has never competed in against arguably one of the best boxers of all time. What's up with you and these guys? Him, Tebow, what the fuck, man? I don't know, but I uh, stuck with them since day one. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of either. Um, I do like watching McGregor strike because it's beautiful. He's accurate. And I like watching Mayweather box because it's art. People are more fans of more striking, but what he does is just as beautiful as far as a counter first guy. About the shit talking, I wouldn't put it past both of them to do what they're doing to make it look like McGregor's a bad guy and actually for the first time it looks like Mayweather is like not the bad guy it's like what WWE does sometimes when they switch the villain and make the good guy bad and the bad guy good and uh, I don't know what they, I think they call it like heel or something heel to I don't know something like that like the heel or some shit I was reading about but that would be uh, that I mean because I already feel a little sympathy for Mayweather <laughs> I do to an extent and that's one I've thought about that as well you could using this type of media exposure which is obviously amplified hugely for what's happening that could be the flip that they're trying to put on it you could especially see it whenever Mayweather said like he never said anything about Connor's family or something 
so you don't talk shit about someone's wife, someone's kids, or something. Just leave that out and talk about the competitors. Mm-hmm. I don't know the. Uh, well, I I'm still kind of a little bit shocked that it's actually happening. I honestly thought it was just going to be rumor mill, rumor mill, and never actually come to fruition. So. What's it been talked about? What a couple years? Uh, about a like a year and a half, year. a year and a half probably. Um, oh yeah, fuck! I lost my train of thought. I was gonna um, there was a not something um, shit. What were Mayweather McGregor? Where was I going with that thought? Uh. Anyway, um, no, I think uh, I think it was about the shit talking. Some oh oh yeah yeah yeah. You see uh you see Mag- it looked like Mayweather finally got into uh, uh McGregor's head. At which point? When he looked over at Dana and was like, "Me and you have been playing this since 2000. That's why we're the richest people in here." He was like, "You're the pimp. He's your little bitch." And, and then I'm- Connor had that look like, "Oh shit, am I just Dana's bitch?" Well, he under that type of contract with the way UFC allocates their gross earnings per fight, a lot of the UFC fighters are quote unquote UFC's bitch or Dana's bitch. It's honestly ridiculous. They don't get paid correctly, in my opinion. No, and that sponsor deal with Reebok, that's why a lot of them bolted. Like mm-hmm. a lot of good. I mean, Benson, Rory. I mean, a lot of good fighters left in their primes to go to Bellator. I will say. In my opinion, if we're going to call the shit-talking, you know, if we're going to say who won or whatever, I think I give a slight edge to Connor. But the one thing Mayweather did say that I think um, was pretty cold-blooded and Connor kind of smiled and didn't really know what to say was Floyd said, if you're so confident in yourself, bet your whole fight check mm-hmm. on this fight. And Connor said, no problem, but we all know <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Um I mean, if McGregor's, like I've said, he's got to come out probably in some weird-ass stance Mayweather's never seen, but then he's got to get done in a couple rounds, otherwise Mayweather's going to figure it out. Well, yeah, I mean, if it goes past, I think it was interesting that Connor said he will knock him or knock him unconscious, bounce his head off the canvas, whatever he said, within four rounds. I think it's accurate that that needs to happen because if it gets past four, Mayweather's going to just be a lot of swinging and missing. Mm Mm-hmm. And Connor is, this is a whole different type of shape or um, stamina, a whole different type of animal than UFC. It is, but it's not. I would say, I mean, it's different. It's more probably what you would think of, like, uh, if you look at, like, different cardio, I would say uh, boxing's kind of like just straight running, in a sense, and MMA is more like doing plyo. Well, he's also going to have heavier gloves, and he might be a victim of his own success. A lot of his fights, he's ended in less than three minutes. He's had that. He's The Diaz fight will prepare him with the war. But there is the the heavier gloves, though. Connor doesn't have to worry about breaking his hand as easy. Exactly. So he can keep throwing blows. And we will, I mean, we... Because, I mean, the big gloves, like, everyone thinks the big gloves, like, help the person's head. No. Well, they're they, doing 10-ounce gloves, Yeah, correct? but they don't, that doesn't give you padding on your no. head. All it does is protect the dude's hand, which, yeah. in a sense, makes it more dangerous because you're not getting split open. Yeah. You still have this, you still have a lot of inertia coming behind it, whether, depending on how much it weighs. It's like putting, it's like putting a pad on a freaking wrecking ball. It's still gonna fucking hurt. Yep. The pad's not gonna help you. <laughs> and I think, you know, obviously boxing, We I think we're all in agreement that McGregor hits like a truck for his size. 
Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen a 145 guy. Obviously, he spent most of his time in the featherweight, which is 145. I don't think I've ever seen a 145 that can. Dude, the hit dude's like he five does. foot nine. He probably walks around at 185. I, mean, I wouldn't want to get hit by him at has all. A, what, a 75 inch reach. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get hit by him no. at all. Now I'll, I'll jump in there for nine figures. I don't get a fuck. Oh, shit, I jump in there for like 50 grand, dude. I'll be like, hit me, man, hit yeah. me, bitch. I'll take. A I don't sh- give a fuck. I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll make that money too. <laughs> yeah, I'd take. I'd take a hit from Mike with my, from Mike Tyson for that type of money. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't know if I take for my reconstructive face. Yeah, it would have to be the (laughs) the money on top, Mm. the money on top of the medical bills, because they may hit hard enough that the medical bills that's all your money. Yeah, but I got insurance now, so I need to get mine started. (laughs) Dude, all mine for my health insurance, my dental, and my vision, fifty bucks a month. I need to get mine set up. With my history, broken bones, kidney stones. Yeah, you're a. That's there's a dog up there. That's a freaking animal that yeah. needs to be gone. Not too much longer. August first. Mm-hmm. So what? So what are you all's predictions for this fight? Six weeks out, we can revisit it if we have to. Uh, I said before, probably. Probably Mayweather by like a tenth round stoppage. Not like he's gonna knock him out, but like they're gonna have to like stop it. Okay. I have no idea. I'll say Mayweather. Wait, did I just say McGregor? I meant Mayweather. Okay, okay. Yeah. Names are so close. I'm gonna say Mayweather in a decision. I think it goes the distance. But I will say Connor lands one of his precise shots. I at forty. These are two other variables that a lot of people are not considering. Mayweather has not fought in over two years. Yeah, Mayweather but is also going to be forty-one this year. Ring rust is a myth for the good ones. True, the good fighters Very don't true. get it. But it it does have a little bit of it provides a little bit of rust. His I don't stamina care how may be a little. It may not be rust as much as his, he may get tired in like the tenth. Sure. But McGregor, I think, is going to be tired from hit because hitting air takes more energy than hitting the motherfucker. <laughs> yep, it does. And then the second variable is Mayweather will be forty one this year. Yeah. And mother, or excuse me, um, father. Father time. time is undefeated, and. Tell that to Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Shout out to the GOAT. GOAT. But, no, I think it'll go to a decision. I think it goes the distance. I really don't see Mayweather knocking Connor out. Maybe a stoppage, like you said. Yeah, it wouldn't be like Connor quitting. It would be like the ref being like, all right, dude, you're not doing anything. You're just kind of of curled up on the ropes. Which I think it's literally ridiculous that Mayweather references his tap out to Diaz, like, it's a well, to be fair, sport. Diaz got that tap out because he used his boxing and tr- fucking dropped Connor. <laughs> and don't forget, when people talk about Mayweather running in that second Diaz fight, Connor literally ran in circles <laughs> when he was round. in when he was in danger. He set him up to catch a second win, but yes, he did when yeah. he was in danger. Diaz still won. His... Diaz still won that fight. That was a very close fight. That's oh yeah, I could have. It's one of those. I'm not mad at the decision because it could have gone either way. I just say it probably went to Diaz. That last round, as big, I of feel a, like he stole it at as, the end in yeah, that as, final two minutes. Yeah, I as feel like he big stole of a it. Connor fan as I am, if that fight would have went 30 more seconds, Diaz probably submits him. But again. you did see it with Connor gassing though. 
Because, I mean, he went against a triathlon athlete in Diaz, and Diaz doesn't fucking gas. Yeah, and you know, everyone talks about... Everyone talks about Diaz taking that fight with no camp, the first one. Connor prepared for who was it, Dos Anjos? Yeah, totally different fighter. Exactly. Had a whole camp for a different fighter. And then, yeah. let's be honest, Diaz is kind of a mismatch nightmare for Connor. He's taller, longer, heavier. And at that time, he was the bigger man. And he's a as, tri- as, oh, Con- yeah. as Connor said, I hit the bigger man and he didn't go he down. Didn't. And he has a hell of a chin. And he's a triathlete as a hobby. It's not like he's never out of shape. Mm-mm. He smoke. He he wakes up at like four in the morning, smokes weed, and goes and runs ten miles. Yeah, the motherfucker's a monster. And you, like you said, Connor said the heavier man. I bet you by the, that first one. I bet you by the time they got into the ring, Diaz was probably over one seventy, and Connor maybe one fifty four. Because wasn't that Dos Anjos fight set for one fifty five? Yeah, yeah. I think it, I don't know, yeah. I, I mean, know Connor was underweight by like two or three pounds, so. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, yeah, Diaz probably just, I mean, it's just water weight you yep. lose. Yeah, he'd probably, he but just, Diaz kind of fights at like, 170 is kind of probably just his weight. Like, yeah. I, he doesn't really drop to one. That's why when he fought at 170, he got thrown around like a rag doll by people like Rory McDonald. They just picked him up and threw him around. Yep. Because Nick's a little bigger. In all honesty, I thought Diaz was going to beat him again. I mean, like you said, he may have, but I'm I'm saying I thought he was gonna submit him again. There's a there's an old quote by Forrest Griffin after he beat uh, Rampage and got his belt, and he said, "You're not a real champion until you defend your belt." Mm-hmm. McGregor's never defended a belt. No, and that's all marketing. Yeah, he left the he left the featherweight, and then now he's not defending lightweight, and he left featherweight didn't get to fight Frankie Edgar. But let's be fair, he owned the featherweight division in less He than, never fought Frankie Edgar. He never fought Frankie Edgar, but he obliterated the featherweight in but, less than well, 18 months. But, well, to be fair, Mendez, if he didn't gas out, beat the shit out of Connor. And if Mendez had a full camp. Yeah, Mendez beat the shit out of him and then gassed. That time that uh, Mendez had him in that reverse choke, I don't know how Connor bent his neck and altered it in a way to slip that, but... It looked like his neck broke when he slipped out mm-hmm. of it. I was, and like you said, Mendez gassed out. That was a hell of a fight, too. Frankie's going for that featherweight. He may be the next one to How have. How old is Frankie? 35. But he's, I mean, I've never seen, that dude's the toughest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. Well, did, um, not Poirier, but um, who's the guy that just beat Aldo? Holloway, he was fighting Frankie. Yeah, They're fighting in see, November. Funny thing about that is when um, Connor fought Holloway, that was a prelim, so it was three rounds, and it went the distance. He couldn't knock Holloway out either. To be fair, that was the fight where Connor tore his ACL in like the second round, though. Yep. But Holloway's a beast now. Holloway's well, got because Holloway came up and he's like, "Hey, Holloway's only 24. Yeah, and he's got a hell of a chin too. Because that fight that he fought with Connor, oh, he's Connor he's like Frankie. He's bombs. like he's like he starts off real slow, and then once he fucking clicks, he's he's a fucking animal. Right? They're like patented second win fighters. Man, you see that? Uh, Ass kick and Frankie put on Yair Rodriguez. Oh, that's the guy who beat BJ Penn and they're hyping him up. Then he'd never fought like a wrestler like Frankie. Doctors had to stop it after the second round. Frankie just went in and just boom hit. This dude was just tore up. Poor kid's like twenty two. Right. And Frankie just that's I swear that's what Frankie would do to Connor. He's taken down bigger men before. Yeah, I I'd pay to watch that one. Oh yeah, and Connor's. I mean, he's gonna drop Frankie. But no one's ever continued dropping Frankie. Yeah. I mean, Connor's dropped anyone he's fought, but yeah. it's a matter of, you know, 
the the people he's fought with the exception of Nate and I really I really would have liked to have seen him and Jose go at it again. Yeah, because that's a flash knockout. I mean, it probably ended, I mean, because Halloway TKO Aldo. But, I mean, it's not Aldo seven years ago before back no. surgery. No, he used to be pound for pound probably the greatest fighter. Yeah, because but back surgery is like everyone's. Look what Steve Kerr's having to do with back. Aldo had two back surgeries. I've had back surgery. I wouldn't go fucking fighting after back surgery. <laughs> my back my back tightens up around that area just from walking always, let alone doing that. If you watch Aldo's, like, uh his first fights like in the UFC like Hominick fight I think it was was it the Hominick yeah it may have been the Hominick fight but then we just watched back in the day when he fought Uriah and stuff like that and then he watched after the back surgeries he just became a stiff fighter like he wasn't the fluid you know right. cause that's what that's what it does man yeah oh man well six weeks away we'll see if Connor can have any type of relative success but I think Rob said he has no idea we're both in agreement on Mayweather. Yeah, I said Mayweather. Oh, did you so, say Mayweather? I said I had no idea. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well. Fighting is not my uh, unless best sport to talk about. Yeah. Connor, Connor's going to have to hit him on the button, and it's going to have to be in one of the first couple rounds. Otherwise, Mayweather's going to eat him up in the latter rounds. That's just He's just yeah. too good, and he's in his element. And he played... Connor's style will play into Mayweather's hands. Yeah. I mean, it's Connor's got to try to turn it into a fight. Well, he's got to pressure him, and he's got to make Mayweather come at him. He needs to get Mayweather in the corner or against the belt or against the ropes a couple times. He's got to get him uncomfortable somehow. But let's face it, he's forty-eight. No, not very many people have made him uncomfortable. He needs to find a way to get Mayweather coming forward so Connor can land his counter shot. Yeah, he, that's another thing. <laughs> Leaning into a counter, it doubles up on its effectiveness. Mm-hmm. It's and Connor's not the best at protecting his face. No, he's now, not. A, I mean, it's. I mean, it's with boxing gloves and hands. But one one thing Connor does that he's not going to really be able to get away with in a boxing match, especially as quick as Mayweather is, is um, being a southpaw. He puts that right hand out there like paw open or hand open. Yeah, he, he well he, he has like a karate stance. Yeah, well, he measures his distance and from you know he only does it in the first round. Mm-hmm. And after that, if you watch all that stuff in slow mo, like uh, Eddie Alvarez, mm-hmm. you know how many times. He missed, and Connor didn't even flinch, but he missed him by, like... Because yeah. he, he measures it, and, I mean, when he four-pieced him to finish it, he let Eddie swing because he already knew he couldn't hit him. Yeah. And then he four-pieced him, and it was over. But you can't necessarily do that in boxing. And plus Mayweather, I mean, his counter is beautiful when it when it works. So. And just, it'll be good. And the marketing for it's exceptional. Which, speaking of marketing, what do you think about this Lonzo wearing different shoes? He came out with Under Armors now. He's going to wear Jordans the next game. I think Jordans tonight. Jordans Start, tonight. Started with Kobe's, and so. then Steph. The, that was a pair yeah, that Steph gave him. Steph was last night, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then he had the Hardens. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, the worst they, game's been in the Big Baller brand. And what's everybody talking about? Mm-hmm. The Big Baller brand. B cubed. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I bet he signs like a twenty million dollar Nike or fucking contract. That, I bet he, that's the whole game. If his father is, if they that are shrewd smart, of a businessman, if they're smart. They will take because now you know Nike and Adidas. They denied them early, but they see that the BBBs had some 
success and you know they're all about making their money so if they were smart they would or what if Reebok comes in and says we're going to make a basketball shoe out of nowhere well, Reebok, and we're going to pay you a shit you know shit Reebok time. had John Wall when he was his first four years oh shit I and don't then know. he signed with Nike what if they come in there because they're big on the training shoes right now they're like the it training shoe yeah. with freaking the Zig series or and then like all the you know uh, whatever they got they're weird what's but. funny is the the big baller brand whatever that first shoe is is literally looks just like two adidas models zo2 or what if what they do is a big baller brand presented by nike like how jordans used to be like you know a, like a uh isn't that what lonzo wanted or a lavar wanted to do something like that that's what his, i think that's what his request was like that's why they denied him because he said these, he wanted to partner with exactly them or he wanted like yeah. just like jordan brand is to Nike. They wanted yeah. something like that. I and bet that ends up happening, dude. Now it will. They probably yeah. laughed and thought they wouldn't have much success, but... Then this is coming out with different shoes and yeah. everybody being like, damn, and then the way he's been fucking playing? Jesus. Speaking of him, yeah. I can't overlook the similarities to J-Kid. That's what I... Yeah, dude. Like, it's, oh, what was the biggest thing about J-Kid? Jump shot. Jump shot. And Lavar's is flawed mechanically, very bad, but... Just like Jay Kid. Well, hold on, let's, let's quote it. it. Let's quote it. Jason can't shoot kid. That's yeah. what they called him. Mm-hmm. But everything else is like a mirror image of what they do. And I think Skip said, uh, Skip said, watch Lonzo. He's going to end up five years, probably averaging a triple double, but it's going to be Jay Kid triple doubles. I'm not going to be fucking Westbrook. It's gonna yeah, be Westbrook's like, 30 point triple doubles are crazy. It's going to be like 15, 12, and 10, something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, Jay Kid maxed out at what, 20 points a game one year with the Nets, I think. And then the Jefferson years with Tim and Kenyon running. That's the best fast break I've ever seen. J-Kid. I like J-Kid. That was the best fast break team. I think they said something like 70-80% of their points that year mm-hmm. were fast break. I believe well, it. Well, because all three of those guys can play the shit out of defense, too. Yep. And then freaking just that lobbing up to either one of them or lobbing up to Kenyon, dishing it to Jefferson on the fast break. For Think about it. They were one of the first fast break jump shot teams with Jefferson sitting there in that corner and J-Kid either ooping it to Martin or just dishing it to Jefferson and him popping it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that uh. Then they had to play the fucking Lakers. <laughs> it's crazy that that kind of that cluster of Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce, you know that 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 class. They're not all in the same class, obviously, but you know, right there within three years, none of those guys left. They're all gone. I, Ray Allen was in there as well. Yeah, was it that one? AI of, was in there as well. There's just Dirk. Dirk is yeah. He's That's the last right one. And he can keep going because of the way he plays. Oh, Vince. He's Vince. Seven foot. Vince. Oh, Vince is still playing, yeah. And he's just like a little 15-minute He's a another game. guy that kind of developed his three-point shot over the course of his career. Yeah. Heck, I think he's He kind of started like, it with the Nets. When yeah. he went over to the Nets, he started shooting more because his athleticism was... Still there like crazy for yeah. that old, for that age, yeah. but not like it used to be. What is it, 40, 41, 42? Uh, I don't know. Oh but. God! To Wikipedia. Do you guys like how Google does like where it, like Wikipedia is not like the first link that pops up anymore? It's like, like it, it's it, like Google's own. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I like don't that. like that. I don't, like, don't it. like it. I like Wikipedia. Like I gotta scroll down, or I gotta hope that it has a little Wikipedia icon like well, on the picture. Ever was in high school and it said no Wikipedia as a source. I'm like, come on. I like what college professors say. They're like, use it to find the sources. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the sources are all at the bottom. So. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Wikipedia is a pretty good base to just, you know, start a journey into something. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good moderators. Like, I've entered stuff in that's been taken down pretty quick. Uh-huh. I think one time Aaron put he was the supreme ruler of Poto, and that was gone within an hour. <laughs> I believe it. And then he got banned from posting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron. Oh, shit. The time we got a gun pulled on us, Rob was just saying how he wished he was there. Uh, did you stay at my house that night? Oh, I was at my house. I was like Warren and I's first date. Man, I can't remember who all was over there. I know it was my house. Me, you. I remember because we were watching The Notebook, I think. Was it? (laughs) The Notebook. You got notebooked. You got notebooked. (laughs) One Tree Hill. No homo. No homo. It's not a bad movie. Nah, I I like some of those movies, man. They get your all heart going. You kind of want to cry at the end. You're like, it's so beautiful. It actually touches your emotions. I think we need our emotions touched every once in a while, amongst other things. All right, Lucas Scott. (laughs) I'm Nathan. Get it right. Shout out to all the One Tree Hill fans. One of the best shows out there, man. I've seen it so many damn times. I don't know how many times I've seen it. And then Rolanda introduced it to me, and then I kind of forgot about it, and then you reintroduced it to me. And in Hawaii, dude. And no, then it's... Fucking Rolanda. An old... Uh, I don't know what I should say in no case she hears this. Never name drop. That's like the rule. Don't name drop, because sometimes you can get in trouble. Wow. <laughs> Especially if you're talking about, like, illegal activities. Don't name drop. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, no, the whole ball movement, that no pun intended, um, <laughs> is kind of ridiculous. That's a first for me. Even when, I mean, media has been around for a while, but this whole father um, influence on it's like Tiger that. Woods, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, but less like dude. I don't think Lavar's like a dick like Tiger's dad kind of. Uh, Lavar kind of seems like a dick. He's kind of a dick. I feel like he's like Dan Scott almost, maybe. Maybe he'll mellow out. <laughs> Maybe not. But, uh, yeah, I've never seen anything quite like that. Um, I don't know. I really don't see, is it LaMelo, the one that Yeah, cherry he's picks? too flashy. He, I really don't see him. You see that anything. one dude fucking block him? Like, he went up for the half-court shot, the dude just went, yeah. boom! Well, and he plays on one of those prep teams where the competition is so skewed that I don't even... And even on then, he struggles to play defense. Like, bad. Listen, if you don't win a state championship, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Freaking, um, is it me or is this rookie class just really good? Yeah, this one is really good. I mean, because Dennis Smith looks great. He's slaying that wood all over the place, man. Dennis mm-hmm. Smith's going to be uh, D-Rose number two and hopefully he stays yeah, healthy. Yeah, I can see that. He looks, he finishes just like him. A lot of up and unders, great dexterity in the air. Do you think he actually uh, picks up his woman normally, or does he rape him too? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't go to court to ever find out. I wish Fultz didn't get hurt. I'd like to see what, you know, get a little more seeing him play. I should hold him out anyways. Yeah, anytime yeah. The, anytime the 76ers draft somebody, they just need to not play until, like, yeah, What player. is with them? Like, they need a new fucking trainer. <laughs> it's like the, the Sixers. Always, yeah. Like, the Packers, fire man. your damn trainer. Packers always have that one significant injury. It's like the Sixers. They're the same thing, I think. Same trainer. Well, I would let's see. Because it started with uh, who start with Okafor? Uh, no, it was Embiid. Was Embiid the first? No, it was Noel. Yeah, Norlands. Because he they drafted him hurt. Yeah. Because he tore it in college. Mm-hmm. And did he turn it? Did he tear it in the tournament? Embiid? No, Noel. 
Yeah, he tore into the right ACC SEC tournament. Yeah, because he tore it against Florida. Okay, yeah. he he did something very similar to what PG did with that mat. That it, his foot caught low on that um, padding, and his knee went. Because I was watching that game. Who was that Louisville guy? Um, who broke his leg? Uh, that was before Paul George, or was he after? He was before Paul George. I think it was before, yeah. It may have been. Yeah, it was that summer. It was he did it in the tournament, and yeah, then Paul that, George did Team USA basketball. Yeah, I would say. Um, um, yeah, because that was fucking scary. If you can compare the players in this rookie class, we got Smith as next D Rose, old D Rose, MVP D Rose. We got potential to be Lonzo as J Kid, like modern day Rondo. Who? Ball. No, I'd say Jake. He's got that more vision like I can see Rondo, but I'd almost say more Rubio. But I'd say leadership wise, more like kid and and size too. Because the kid compared, because Rondo was athletic, very athletic. Kid was never the most athletic guy, but he just understood how to run the game. And And LeVar's got that. Lonzo. Lonzo, sorry. <laughs> I'm still thinking of that's like the, That's like a second or third time you said that. Is it? <laughs> I mean, and then we can't really say much about Foles, but really, I mean, maybe like someone like Brandon Roy, maybe. Just Good that, that pull-up shooter who, who, you know, just makes his shots. Not like the most athletic person, but can make, you know, makes that little pull-up shot. Uh, you know, if you can shoot the ball consistently... And just play a little bit of defense, you'll play. Tatum, that dude's going to be a scoring machine. Yeah. Who'd you get him as? Ooh. I don't know. That dude's just a fucking scorer. Maybe like a, like a Rip Hamilton, a young Rip Hamilton maybe, back when he could slash. He plays pretty good defense too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe like Kobe. <laughs> Yeah, because his scoring didn't come alive until, like, end of the season. Oh, but he's such a pure shooter. I don't know. I guess maybe, like, a Durant-type guy. How tall is he? Like, 6'8". 6'8". Durant's at 6'10". Yeah, so he's really, like, 6'9", probably. Durant? Yeah. Either way. Because they always give you, like, an inch or two. Yeah, they give you, like, an inch or two, though, on your stuff. So whatever they list you, probably take an inch or two off. Well, Cousins is listed as 6'10", and Durant's at least inch or two taller than him. Yeah, because they list Rose as 6'3", and I've walked right next to him, and he's not 6'3". Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else is a rookie? I think I'm, I feel like I'm missing a dude. Like I'm a sure big dude. Are. Like a, a big dude, though. Like one of the big ones. We got Ball, Fultz, Tatum. Oh, Jackson. 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 So yep. He's played pretty good in summer league. He did. He had a few good games. He's probably just like a Danny Granger man. His defense is really good. Danny Granger. That dude was the. That was why the Pacers were so good. Yep, they. Uh, he just never could quite. They they finally got a decent little squad around him, but he was it was on the tail end of his career when he they got had, hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he he towards the end of his career he had a lot of little nagging injuries, but it took them a while to put some players around him like Collison and uh, Hibbert and. But that was when Hibbert was soft. Hell, he still might be soft. Is he even fucking playing? I don't know. Last time, last time he was on the Hornets. Yep, I think. Really doing yeah. what? Playing, standing out there doing something. <laughs> trying, trying he didn't even start for them. They started uh, Zeller. Zeller, yeah. The bad Zeller, isn't it? Cody and Tyler. Wait, Price. no, which one's better? Are either of them good. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> who, which one was the better one in college? Tyler's on the 
Celtics. The Indiana guy. Who was the Indiana one? He was better in college. Cody, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Tyler was the North Carolina one. I think Cody's better on both levels. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's who I was thinking of then. But, yeah. It's a decent rookie class. I think a lot of these guys will be actually be, um, what's the word, contributors for time, for for years to come. More of them. I feel like Ball's probably, he looks like he might be the best one. I'm going to keep the jury out on Ball until he actually plays against the big guys because let's be honest, it's Summer League. Now, a lot of people don't put up triple doubles in Summer League, but he's got the tools. I think he's going to go through an adjustment phase, though. No, he's got to. Unless he just, that passing, though. If you can just dish it to people. That court vision's pretty good. What what are they going to do with D'Angelo now? They, they traded him to the Nets, dude. The Nets. Remember, they traded him for Lopez. Lopez yeah. for Russell, straight up. I guess I missed that one. No, they included uh, Oh, yeah, Moskov. Yeah, it was Moskov. We took that contract. <laughs> That's why I don't remember. It was the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Nets. Watch D'Angelo become like a 10-time All-Star now. I could see it, man. He's got, he's got some games. I had him on my fantasy it. team, and he would bust out 30-point games. He's a good scorer. I just, yeah, I mean, he's a little snitch, though. <laughs> Sometimes you got to know. Uh, well, um, this is the part where we veer away from sports. So, uh, not gonna touch on football. It's less than fifty days away. Yeah, but what is there? I mean, man. we know by the greatest Aaron Rodgers. The over under forty five touchdowns. What do you think? I said sixty today. Sixty. <laughs> He's got him breaking the record. Think about it, that's only three and a quarter. Again, what what y'all's offensive line do? Offensive line was actually probably probably top six or seven last year, passing yeah. wise. But we did lose Lane, but he's bats out of thirty, so you never know. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He can. He and plus, can offensive it. line doesn't matter with Rodgers because he gets out of pocket so pocket so damn good. So yeah. I mean, I could see him getting 60, but I could also see him just getting, like, 47 or something like that. Over under 45. Got 40 last year. Let's say under. What do you think about this? Does he get... <laughs> I can just see that dick and balls in Rob's eyes right now. Like, let does me suck get, that dick. <laughs> does, he get, does he get 400 touchdowns before 100 interceptions? Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. Now, he's, right yes. now he's at 298. 297 and 72 interceptions. Yeah, yes. yeah, he gets that. That's easy. That's that's an easy. That's one. his game, and it's correlated that way. It's not going to change unless he has just a really bad like shoulder injury or something. Toughest, yeah. toughest division, AFC West. I agree with that. Yeah, every one of the because every one of those teams can be like 10 and six, dude. Yeah. I will say that the NFC East is second. Yeah, it, they may not. They don't have a Super Bowl contender, but as far as just straight uh-huh. competitive, you don't think the ca- you don't think the Cowboys are Giants. Cowboys, you ask Cowboys fans; they're always. Fans. Isn't about the time I'm for the Giants. Fan. Isn't the time for the Giants to make a run? Yeah, I mean it's been about the amount of years. My favorite part of football season is Cowboys fans getting excited, thinking this is their year, <laughs> and for the twentieth year in a row, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite part about football. So. I love, especially the ones who talk shit on the Thunder all the yeah. time. <laughs> yep. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> you know who you are. You're welcome to come talk sports anytime. I don't think they have a contender in that division, but they all, I feel like that's a very competitive division. The most improved is the Eagles. You go out and sign Jeffrey. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot you about the Eagles. Wentz and uh, another year. A veteran receiver. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, and they also have the kid out of Andy who has only just gotten Matthews, better. Jordan no. Matthews. Yeah. He's not a deep threat. He's not fast. He's a good he's, number two. He's like Eric yeah, Decker. Great route runner and great hands. Like Eric Decker. Yep. Speaking of Eric Decker, that Titans offense might be pretty good. Oh, yeah. shit. You give uh, Mariota, Mariota another so year. They got two running backs. Yeah, who did they, didn't they draft another one? They drafted another one? No, 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 just Henry. You don't need one. Murray yeah, Henry and Murray. Oh, I thought they drafted another one. They drafted That's that. That's still a good one. Western, Western Michigan. They drafted that wide receiver who like Corey set Davis. all the records. Corey yeah. Davis, yeah, could be Maybe another Decker. Yeah, another Decker. They're gonna. They need to just look at the, that Oregon offense and run that Oregon <laughs> offense from back in the day. Get the two running backs in there. Have Mariota decide which one to hand it off to or throw it deep. Mariota impressed me um, since he's been in the league. You know, he had the highest QBR from week uh, six to week twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. He took him a little bit. His first couple games were a little bit rocky, but once he figured, same thing, just an adjustment. The best that you go from college to the best of the best. Trevor Simeon, man. You know, he wasn't bad for someone who didn't play his senior year because he tore his ACL and didn't play at all his rookie year because he was on the third to st- third string. Then came in, looked good before he freaking separated his shoulder. Then he played through that with the worst offensive line in the league and still didn't do bad. No. There's worse quarterbacks. And now we got an offensive line. Broncos winning the Super Bowl. Calling it. No, I'll probably pick the Patriots like I do every year. My Dolphins are just uh, probably... Coming second place. in the playoffs. <laughs> For the fifth straight year, it's Tannehill's year, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, man, if he wouldn't have got hurt, he came on pretty strong towards the end of last year. I think it was Andrew who said somebody said uh, Tannehill would have a better, better year than Brady. That was me. I called that. Really? I said Tannehill would be better. Tannehill's like Jay Cutler. Sometimes he shows like glimpses of brilliance, and then most of the time he's just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? He plays it safe too much. Like, they've got a great receiving court. They've got arguably the second or third best front seven in the AFC, but their secondary is going to probably be their thorn in their side again. Sue can quit stomping people's heads or something. They do get pouncy back fully healthy, so the offensive line might actually – Make a stride and give Tanny some time. Has a Pouncy brother ever been healthy? Never. Because I feel like the center on the Steelers is always hurt too. Probably too busy getting tattoos. <laughs> Weren't they from Florida? Yep. Yeah. Some about Florida. Some about Florida people, man, not making it in the league. I know, like Tim Tebow. Yeah. Fucking Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin with migraine. Got a migraine every time he got hit. Has there been a Florida dude who's really been successful? Marcus May had a pretty good rookie year for the Falcons. The safety. Uh, they've got some guys. Joe Hayes. Wasn't it Keanu Neal? Yeah, yeah. I remember Florida Sorry. gave the Broncos a bust and Jarvis Moss, that bitch. Jarvis Moss was a bust. Derek Harvey was a bust. Oh, Carlos Dunlap turned out decent for Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, but after that, it's been a while. I guess Aaron Hernandez was pretty good till he fucking murdered people. Uh, you just put an <laughs> asterisk by him. <laughs> and then murdered himself, too. <laughs> you know what? Oh, shit. I, I forgot, forgot was, about I forgot that. he was dead. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm going to hell. <laughs> but now Joe, you already were before that. <laughs> now Chase is going to talk about how hell doesn't exist. I was just about to say if it exists. <laughs> but no, I mean Joe Hayden's done all right. Uh, Major Wright did all right. Um, oh yeah, Major Wright wasn't bad. That's about it. Hayden's before, hit or miss. Before that, like. it was probably what fucking uh, the freak. Um, Javon Curse, mm-hmm. Emmett Smith. Emmett uh, Smith was. Did Emmett Smith go for it? Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Charles Davis. He went to Georgia. Jabbar Gaffney. Jabbar Gaffney. Um, that's really, like, as far as studs that had long. I used to say uh, Jabber. Jabber. When I was a kid, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I got Jabber Gaffney on my Madden team. <laughs> <laughs> Riley Cooper's 
done okay. <laughs> He's a racist piece. Was it, didn't he say some? Was it a Kid Rock? Yeah, or some shit like that. And he sounded so country. He was so. He drunk. sounded so true. Like yeah. he meant every fucking yeah. word of it, man. He had, a, he had a hard er on the end. It was. It was. Was it Kid Rock or? Yeah, Kid Keith Urban. No, I don't Kid know. Kid Kid Rock's running for Senate. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude. One celebrity runs for office, everyone all of them think they should. Well, I mean, there has been celebrities before. I mean, Ronald motherfucking Reagan. Schwarzenegger. Well, bitch, Schwarzenegger. Isn't uh, Dwayne Johnson supposed to do something? Yeah. Dude, what if it was Johnson or Trump? For, for, I would be like, yeah, I quit America <laughs> right now. I don't want to see that in WWE ring. I'll tell you what. It probably has. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> probably have. It's like that part on Home Alone. I was rewatching it like a couple months ago, and it was that part where Macaulay Culkin passes Donald Trump in the hotel, and I never caught that <laughs> oh, yeah. until he was the president. I never understood that until he was the president. Yeah, I didn't know who the fuck this guy yeah. was because, like, they like totally just like made like a, centered it and everything. <laughs> they put emphasis on it. I was like, that was a random ass person. Why'd they put so much time on it? And fucking Donald Trump. Oh, Micah voted for Trump. Just so everybody knows, Micah did not vote. Wow, dude. Wow. So Stephen A. Smith why, would hate you. You're the reason why Trump got elected, probably. <laughs> yeah, because your vote in Oklahoma would matter if you yeah, vote against dude. Trump. <laughs> That's why I can't so – I will be honest. I can't talk a whole lot. I did not vote. To this day, my parents still – You can talk if you don't vote. Voting can be a protest. Like, not voting can be a form of protest against a system that allows shitty candidates in based off how much money they have. True. So I hate that whole if you can't if you didn't vote you can't talk about it. Why would I vote for something I don't believe in? Well, I said to that's an like extent. saying that's like saying pick getting fucked in the butt or fucked in the ear. Like either way, I don't want to get fucked. That's true. <laughs> that's like Stephen A. Smith makes a big deal about Kaepernick not voting or whatever. I'm like, dude, you know the president doesn't really matter for his issues. I mean, like education, the shit he's doing, that's more important than. And the Kaepernick thing, we're just in the part of the world where Confederate flags fly. Stephen A. All I can think of with Stephen A. is how much he hates Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, God, with a passion. Like, he makes it a point to even bring it up. Like, in little, like, one-hitters, he'll be like, that's, like, blasphemous. That's, like, mm-hmm. when y'all said Tim Tebow could throw a football. <laughs> even Shannon hates Tim Tebow. Like, he's always like, skip, skip, <laughs> skip, don't you do it. <laughs> Although I will say, Debo's had more success in baseball thus far than I thought he would for a guy that hadn't played since high school. Yeah. He's got that 11-game history right now. I still don't know why I got called up, though. Either way, his hitting projection. He got better. He's hitting 330 now. They said, shit, Debo sucked in practice. The Broncos made him starter, and he started playing good. (laughs) So let's move him up to single A, see if the competition increases, if he gets better, and he does. If anyone can attest to this, it's Chase. When the lights are brighter, that's when he did better. So maybe moving up to A, they got more lights shining on the field. I don't know. I always have a soft spot for Tebow because he won us a playoff game. He did win a playoff game. That's what did we do the math on that at the time? That was more than over half the starting quarterbacks in the league. Oh, yeah. I think it was only like seven or eight quarterbacks had won a playoff game. Because there was, at that time, if you think about it, it was because Ryan hadn't won a playoff game yet. Uh, it was had Cam won one yet? Mm-mm. It would have been, let's see, Manning, Rodgers, Brady, Eli. Uh, had Romo won one yet? I don't think Romo, had, I don't think Romo Breeze, had won one yet. Breeze, Breeze uh, Cutler would have won one. Um, Roethlisberger, um, Kaepernick, Alex Smith. Did so Kaepernick guess, win one? Though? I guess we're in. Kaepernick was a few years later, wasn't he? 
Mm, oh shit, he was the next year. Yeah. That was it. Would have just been Smith. So take away Kaepernick. Yeah. Wilson had one, didn't he? No, he didn't have one yet. He was in the league. No, yeah, he, he went in the league, league yet. Yeah, that's right. Um, was that? Was that 2011? Yeah, 2011. So Luck wouldn't have been in the league yet either. So yeah, it would probably been well, half the league maybe if I can think. Uh, who else? Let's see. There would have been uh, obviously you have Peyton obviously Brady. Redskins quarterback didn't win. Robert yes. Griffin was it him at the time? He would have been no, he'd have been 2012 with mm-hmm. Luck. Yeah, so I think that's right. It would have been, so we got Breeze, Rogers, Manning, Brady, Roethlisberger. Blackout would won one. Blackout would won one. Um, nobody in Tampa Bay. Nobody in Jacksonville. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee would have had, or there was probably Matt Hasselback would have been in there. Oh, was in the yeah. league. So there's seven QBs. I forget about Hasselback. Um, Cutler. Who's on the Vikings then? Barr? He wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, it wasn't his year. That would have been like the Ponder year or whatever. Yeah, Ponder, the Ponder experiment. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is the Lions? No. That would have been Stafford. He didn't have a playoff win. Um, Yeah, Chad Pennington didn't have a playoff win. He's got him to the playoffs. Who? I think that's about Jake DeLome. Oh, DeLome, yeah. He would have been in the league, so that's eight QBs. Uh, Schaub never won. Playoff game. Um, uh, Peyton. Oh, we already said Peyton. Yeah, Duh. Peyton Brady, did we say Eli? Yeah, 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 we said. We said both. Okay, so that's nine. Yeah. And then Tebow. So like ten QBs in that league after the, that year had been playoff winning quarterbacks. Was, it, was Vic on the Eagles then? Did Vic ever win a playoff game? He did in Atlanta. Did oh, a wild card game or something. Oh yeah, he lost to the Packers in the championship game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. No, he lost to the Eagles in the championship <laughs> game. We lost to the Packers one year also. Yeah, I think that may like not have been a championship. We beat we beat them the year we won the Super Bowl in twenty ten. Yeah. Well I mean when he was with the Falcons he lost to Yeah. He went Falcons. didn't they yeah, they, he went the didn't he didn't he go to Lambeau and win? Yeah, that was the year. And then Yeah, think, and then they lost to the Eagles the, when they Eagles did four Panthers straight. They did that. Yeah. I think that was one of the two. Yeah. Um and then there was the uh um oh, I was just about to say another quarterback when we said Vic. Oh McNabb would have been a quarterback too, who won playoff game he was in the league still yeah 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 because Vic Vic was his big year was uh, 2009 in 2011 McNabb would have probably been on the Redskins for that final because it would have been that final year because then they drafted RG3 the next year Mm -hmm. yep so that would have been it so fucking yeah not even half the league had won a playoff game yeah but if Tebow somehow gets called up to the bigs, even if he just plays a little bit, oh, you know he will. Once uh, what roster expansion ninety or is it fifty? What forty? Oh 40 yeah, forty. September. Yeah, they yeah, might do it know. to fill some seats. I mean, what, they're sitting like right around five hundred. No, they're, no, they're, they're terrible. They're, they're out of division. They're out of yeah. division. I they're thought like, they were at like the like Braves are at five hundred, making a run. Let's talk about the Dodgers. <laughs> Fucking them and the Astros look like they're on a collision course. Yeah. I saw the Astros coming. I didn't see us putting that together, though. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have been slowly. I mean, but two years ago, you guys had the best record, didn't Four. you? Yeah. No. Oh, no, three years ago. Yeah. Not in the league. When you guys won like 102 games yeah. that one year and then got smoked in the I division thought there round. there were still two teams ahead of us that year. Maybe, I think that was the year the Nationals won the like Nationals, 105. I think yeah. they won 105, yeah. yeah. But I just, 
I mean, I knew we had some talent. I just never thought we'd put offense on the table. That's always been our freaking Bellinger, man. Bellinger, oh, yeah. Seager. He's hit for the cycle seven times this year. Who? Oh, Bellinger. No, he hasn't. I swear to God. He was, the first, that. he was the first Dodgers rookie to hit for the cycle. Google that shit. You mean multi-homer in games? No, the cycle. A single, a double, a triple, and a home no, run in one he game. Hasn't had Last seven. night was the first one. First, first sit. Cycle. Oh shit! By We're bringing Dodger, out the Google. Rookie. First Dodgers uh, rookie to hit for the cycle. I read cycle. it wrong. Sorry. How do you how do you read that wrong? How do you get the first and because it's a Bleacher Report. You know they freaking what's the word? Uh, Clickbait. Yeah, that. Is that. I think you. I think he's had six or seven multi home run games. Though. Maybe that's. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I read. Well. Freaking clickbaits how Trump won presidency, man. Either Hillary way, the Clinton dude murdered the, someone. Either way, the dude's <laughs> impressive. I'm glad that we have a guy that's consistent with his stick. Oh yeah, you like that? <laughs> Leave it and to then, Chase. Hopefully, and then, hopefully he shows up in the playoffs. I'm like, I would like, I would like you to thank the Braves for not having faith in Alex Wood. <laughs> Alex Wood. And he's your guy's the best starter right now. He's eleven and zero with a better less than Kershaw. Than, I mean, Kershaw's better, but Alex Wood's having a better year. Like Grinky had a better year once than Kershaw. We need to. Uh, I don't even know how you say his last name. Urias. 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 They like called him a few times. Third guy, third, yeah. maybe fourth. We need him to show up in the playoffs. He's shit, he's only twenty. So yeah. you know, Kershaw's not even bad in the playoffs, like people think. He's just he just gets no run support. No, that's what I just said. Our offense never shows up. It's never even there to show up. <laughs> I mean, he had that one bad game, and he gave up, like, three runs, didn't he? He's had two or three innings that have defined his playoff career. It's usually, like, what, the sixth, seventh inning? Either that or he get the, or like one the, first time he inning. Got, the one time he got rocked in the first inning. And then pitched, like, seven innings. Yep, went, came back and didn't give up another single run, and then as soon as we put a reliever in, all hell breaks loose. That's always to the Cardinals. The Cardinals or it was the Phillies there for a minute. But now the Phillies have 29 wins this season. Dude, they're so terrible. It's crazy. Huh? I, even though I have a couple other players on my fantasy team, and they I do think, pretty good. I think they're all young. Young and no pitching. Are y'all, I know y'all are NFL guys. Are y'all excited for college football at all? Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, to see the SEC continue there with the playoff. Not really. If you look at like the last like three years, their bowl records and stuff, they're terrible non-conference. Do you know last year, if you look at all the numbers, the ACC was probably the best conference. Mm-hmm. Dabo Sweeney came out and said so, too. I would, have per, I would have probably put the SEC as the third best last year. Possibly. I, After the Pac-12 and the ACC. I'm a huge SEC fan, and me and you have always been in agreement. I've told you that we've been on the decline. We've said always that it's been the Pac-12 and the, and the SEC, but the SEC, whereas like the Pac-12 would have a bunch of teams at like 500 and above 500, the SEC would have four really good teams, and the rest were just dog shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the SEC from 06 to 2011 were pretty damn good top to bottom. But, but since then, Florida it's got to play OU instead of USC. Mm-hmm. They got to play Ohio State twice instead of other schools. They like once. LSU played them the other time. Well, I just meant the SEC. The SEC yeah. yeah. And then you got uh, Colt McCoy getting hurt when they drove mm-hmm. down on Bama with ease. And, and then a, a freaking freshman quarterback yeah. held in there until the last three minutes. Looked lost as shit for two drives, and then after that, something clicked. <laughs> and then fucking one one fumble, and it was over. Yeah. He collapsed. <laughs> His college career collapsed. Transferred to SMU, I think. Yeah. That would have sucked, though, to be 18, the first <laughs> college game. <laughs> that situation. I would have puked. You're like, Colt McCoy plays ahead of me. I'm never going to see playing time. Yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> 
the national championship comes. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. can, I, I just, in all honesty, this four-team playoff, I honestly would rather go back to the BCS. I'm just not a fan of four teams. I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have four than than the BCS, though. Well, I just think you can't really get it right if it's four. The yeah, because somebody always gets left out. Yeah, the uh, wasn't Clemson the three though this last year. Were they three or were they? I thought they were like two. Who'd they play first? They didn't play Bama because that was Washington. And they had to have been Ohio a, State. They were two or th- I think Ohio State was two and no Ohio State was three. Clemson was two, weren't they? I think they played Ohio State. First. Yeah, the year before Clemson was three. I thought Clemson played OU in the first round last year. The year before. And OU was the three. I, mean, I don't know. OU was. Clemson was four last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was getting at last year. Last year. No, because wa- no, Alabama was one. Last year. Oh, the year before. Year before. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So sorry. two years ago. Two years ago. When two seasons first, ago. Yeah. The first playoff. So that means Ohio State and Clemson were two and three this last year. And then the year before Washington that, Ohio State, State was four when they won. Yeah. Because they beat number one Bama. Fucking Urban Meyer. And Oregon beat. <laughs> Oregon was or was Oregon two and beat number three Florida State or was Florida State two and number three Oregon beat Florida State. I think they were one two. No, it was the first playoff. Did they make it the first playoff? Oregon? Yeah, they beat Florida State, and then Mariota lost to Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's it was Elliott's sophomore year or whatever when he fucking went off against Oregon. Crop top. Yeah. Fucking crop top. So yeah, I mean, I would prefer it. To be, I think we we talked about this on the podcast, and we, uh, I think we decided twelve would be a good number with giving the top four teams a bye. How are like you? the NFL, like <laughs> the NFL. How do you decide it? Eh, just the same way they do it now, basically. Human. Whatever humans or even just go like have the BCS rankings and take the top twelve teams from the BCS See, rankings. I like twelve. I'm a fan of twelve with bye with, weeks. With, sure. Before we get to that, I li- I'm a fan of twelve with eight conference winners and four at large. I'm a I fan would, of that. I was, I was a proponent of that for a while, but if we were going to do all conferences, I think I'd rather have it be 16, so there'd be eight at large. That's a lot. But not really. That's what the other, that's what honest, the other like, things do. When you start getting down towards the end of the year, how many teams out of the top ten are really Last year's up? USC team? One. So your answer is one. Well, then there's the Stanford teams that were like five or six. There's the Boise teams when they were like 12 who but would go to bowl games and win. I guess what I'm saying is there's no more than – Three maybe yeah, on but, a good year, but think of like a sixteen. Or it would probably be you would be looking at like the twelve seed upsetting like the five seed, like in basketball or like in basketball. Yeah. And if you look Given at the, the brackets, the sixteen's probably not beating the number one seed unless the sixteen seed is like a power conference team that was on a hot streak at the end of the year. Yeah, but that's I, why I say four at large because. 8 to 12, you know, those teams that started out maybe two losses. But I think if we're going to give Conference USA team, we got to get more at-large bids to. That's true. That's true. Because, I mean, the Conference USA team is really never going to win. But, like, a team like back in the day with, like, Boise and TCU before they before they moved before they moved over, they could have given teams run. Like, especially the year when Boise and TCU had to play each other and Florida got stuck playing Cincinnati and OU got to play UConn. Yeah. <laughs> like, those that Boise and TCU teams that year could have probably been. No, they got oh, smoked. Yeah. Who was it was West Virginia. West Virginia. Because yeah. I know Tebow had like a perfect game and beat Cincy. Yeah, his last game. Tony Pike. Was that the quarterback for Cincy? Yeah, who's the wide receiver? Marty Gilliard. That dude. He was whatever happened. Why didn't he make it in the NFL? Probably too small? Was he too skinny? He was small. He was like he, he 170 even, pounds or something. He was like 5'10". I thought he was like 6 foot. I don't know. I used to get him when you import draft classes. I used to always draft him. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I played with him on NCAA, I think, with the updated rosters. Uh, yep, that's what I was playing. I got the NCAA playlist. I got. I've started a thing with Tulsa, and I got a dynasty with Tulsa. Golden Hurricanes. I tear just shit hurricanes. up. I get running backs that average 400 yards a game. It's just too easy. Yeah. It's so old. Like, the AI is not good like new games. Like, it's you just it's so easy to beat the computer and shit. I wish NCAA still had a game. I wish the freaking basketball NCAA game would come back. I loved playing in the tournament. Game breaker? I'd pick, like, I'd pick, like, the shitty team mm-hmm. and be, like, the 13-14 seed, like, with Robert Morris or something. Right. And then go and make a run. Right. Like, when you're like, Richmond. Richmond's Spiders. I've done Richmond before. Mm-hmm. I've done Richmond because they're the worst one. Yeah. They're like the worst one, uh, worst team. Rich what? Richmond. That's a good movie, man. Yeah, it is. What would you guys say? I think we, I, I don't know. Maybe we were just talking about it. If you're, if you take all sports movies, like, what would be your favorite, like, in the genre? So, like, what would be your favorite football sports movie? That's tough. I'd probably have to go, like, that's tough. I would say it's probably between, for me, the program, Friday Night Lights, and any given Sunday. Football, man. But guilty pleasure. I love watching the replacements. <laughs> Football. Friday Night Lights is pretty good. The Fo- TV show, though. Football, I'm gonna, for me, would be a toss-up between Friday Night Lights and Remember the Titans. I mean, uh, forget about Remember the Titans. Yeah, watched it so many times in school. <laughs> yeah, it's, Varsity Varsity Blues is pretty good too. Yeah, that's a good fun one. Yeah, it's a little bit more comic relief. Basketball, I think mine's Coach Carter over Hoosiers. I mean, that's like a like a freaking sin to say because Hoosiers is like considered the greatest sports movie. Yeah, Coach Carter was pretty good. Hoosiers or uh, uh, I'm High School Musical. <laughs> Speaking of comic relief, <coughs> I was a fan Road. of Glory Road. Yeah, yeah. Glory Road. I was just about to say, yep. Glory Road was good. I feel like the guy that played the coach. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that what actor. Is, is it Josh Lucas? I think it's Josh Lucas. Is it? I think I, he's in like rom coms. Uh, well, he he did a good. I job watched a lot of rom coms. Um, I liked that movie. It had a lot of significance behind it yeah. as well. I think the thing with like. I think baseball's really just got the best sports movies. Like out of Always. all of them, I think it's just easier. I think because football they got helmets on mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and basketball. I don't know why there's not as many basketball movies. I don't know. There hasn't been that many baseball movies lately. It's like not sports movies late, aren't a thing. Well, they had the one about Jackie Robinson. Oh that yeah, that was a good one. Forty-two. Yeah. Yeah. The Roger Morris one, sixty-one. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, man. The Express for football yeah. movies. Oh, I never actually watched it. It's a good movie. I never actually watched it. Baseball, that's... I would have to go... Yeah, like the Major League Series. I mean, you got Sandlot, obviously. Sandlot's the the best. But besides Sandlot, because Sandlot, like, defined every kid's life. um, Major League. The Major Leagues. Then you got League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Are you crying? The Rookie was decent. I like The Rookie. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Um... Like all the Kevin Costner, but he's been in so many baseball movies. uh, For the love of the game, Bull Durham. Bull Durham's really good. Field of Dreams is great. A lot of good movies. Um, There and there was the. We're already naming off more than basketball and football as far as good. Just Kevin Costner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess he actually played. No, it wasn't him. It was a. 
I was listening to a podcast. Uh, Kurt Russell was on it. You know, Kurt Russell played in the minor leagues. Did he really? They actually like the guy who him and the guy had talked about how there needs to be a great baseball movie, and then that guy ended up writing Bull Durham. <laughs> and asked Kurt Russell to play it, and Kurt Russell, like, I guess it didn't work with his schedule, and then Costner took over, like, and did the role. And, you know, Costner's, Costner's like the baseball movie king, man. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Draft Day? Was that the Browns one? Where the, yeah, he's got, like, the draft pick or whatever. Yeah, I think I did see some of that. It's pretty good. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I wanted to see it, though. That was probably the last football movie, wasn't it? Which one? Draft yeah. Day. Costner's like the Browns. G- yeah, what's the one with the? Uh, oh, there's Moneyball. Moneyball. Moneyball's pretty good too. I like that one. Yeah. Oh, that other one with that I just watched the other day with uh, Justin Brady. Timberlake. Brady. Um, um, uh, Trouble with Curve. What's yeah. the one with Keanu Reeves and the? The replacements. The replacements. No, the, the football with movie. The, the baseball one. Keanu Reeves in a baseball movie. Yeah. Oh, Hardball. Hardball. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good movie. What's the little kid? G-Baby, man. Dude, every time they're at the funeral scene and you're like watching the hit, I freaking, oh, it gets me. I I mean, I get choked up. I'm sitting there. Oh, man. I mean, it's, I mean. That was a good one, too. That's a, that one hits your freaking heartstrings like a mofo. Comic relief is uh, Bad News Bears. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) The bench warmers. Dude, they need to make a baseball TV show, like how they did with Friday Night Lights and stuff. Basketball, dude, that was a good movie. That's a good movie. But those dudes are the funniest dudes ever. Oh yeah, man. aren't they the same guys? They're South, South Park, Park voices. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're the writers and stuff. Man, those guys are. <laughs> oh man, I love that movie. I want to watch it now. I want to freaking dude. I want to. Why isn't there? I guess they have that baseball show with the girl pitcher. That I don't know if that's even still a show. It was a show. Yeah, Yeah, it was like on Fox or something. What was it called? Pitch? Was it called Pitch? I don't know. Something like that. I think it had Pitch in the name, probably. They need like a freaking like a freaking uh, Friday Night Lights type show with like baseball and base it at like a junior college. Mm -hmm. So that's like you know like or I guess your baseball drama would probably happen would be at a JUCO. People trying to go to like a D one school. I should. We should write it. Kind of like a uh, Blue Mountain State thing. Yeah, but like more serious. Blue Mountain State is pretty serious. What was the What was the one called with the uh, that Green High School team that was like had the really good record and the running back that needed to break the record and decided not to at the end or whatever? What's that called? With the Green High School team, it's a pretty fairly new movie. Is it the one about where the the player like dies or, or like for about De La Salle High School when they finally yeah, they, lose yeah, when they finally called. lose after their two hundred and forty four win streak or whatever? Yeah, what was that called? I forget. I wanted to see that movie. That's a good. Movie. I grew when I was growing up in California. You t- heard about that win streak all the time because it was called when the game stands tall. That's when that's where DJ Williams went to high school. A lot of people went to high school there. A lot of people. That's a good movie. You need to watch it. Yeah, I want to for when the, when the game stands tall. There was Facing the Giants, the old Christian movie. There was Invincible. Oh, that was good. Even though Mark Wahlberg is nowhere near as tall as uh, the actual Vince dude. Papali. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Papali was like what six five or something. Yeah, Wahlberg's like five five. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy because him and Jimmy Butler are like best friends apparently or really good friends. Really? When they take pictures together, it's fucking stupid. (laughs) Like Jimmy's like literally like putting his hand, his arm like this on his head. It's it's stupid. Jeez. Wahlberg's kind of like, I I like Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. 
When I get like 40 something, I want my body to look like that. Short, stocky, and. That's me. That's me. He's got a little gut. Like if you watch that Patriots Day movie, he's got a little beer gut going on. Yeah. I'm like, that would that'd be nice. A little bicep, little, you know, little gut. What was that? Um, the movie with him and those uh, spec ops guys that was like super realistic and like all of them pretty much die. Bone Survivor? Yeah. That, That's that a true was story. A good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good movie. I had Emil Hirsch do from Into the Wild. Are y'all excited for any of the horror remakes coming up this fall? What's all coming out? It looks pretty good. It. Oh, there's yeah, another Jeepers Creepers. Good. I'm ready there's, for that. And there's the Annabelle origin, which mm. actually is supposed to be better than the Anna, Annabelle movies. Mm. Um, Anything with dolls in it, I do not watch. Because I think... <laughs> dolls creep me the fuck yeah, out, yeah. dude. They creep me out enough in person. I can't imagine. Like, the oh, there's another Leatherface that's going to be made. Texas Chainsaw. Um, Isn't there a Friday Thirteenth coming out? Yeah. No, maybe not. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look at. There that. is one of the slasher films coming out though, in there. The classic. I thought one of the Another slasher films. I think one of them. Or, Saw is supposedly supposed to make a comeback. Oh yeah, I heard it's about supposed that. to go like before, like how uh, Jigsaw came to be or something like that. Oh, well, we already know that. Well, I mean, they're supposed to delve into it more, supposedly. Oh. Uh, kind of like Annabelle, they're going to delve into that more, so how it actually happened. They, I guess they would make it less horror then, and more, yeah. like, psychological. Yeah. There's, I like, there's some, I think the scariest one I've seen in the last few years is The Conjuring. Yep. Conjuring is by far my favorite it was just, movie it, the last It had me decade. creeped the fuck out. That's what it did. It had James Wan uses like no jump scares the whole movie mm. and you're creeped out the you're whole movie. You're just sitting there like fuck. It's like yeah. what the paranormal activity people like did with the first one. Yeah. First paranormal is But without the like shit like yeah, closing or anything. Yeah. It was like you would be expecting it from like the paranormal activities. You were expecting like a door to close, but no. James the only was, scary thing was the Yeah, the clap. And I was like, Fuck! It had that original exorcist feel to yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. then the conjuring two, I was I very hesitant that. to watch it for a while, but Michelle and I finally watched it the other night and or the other night, um, a couple weeks ago. And it, it lived up to, had the same feel to it, and it was longer. It was cool because they played two stories together. Because, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren in real life, they're the ones that did the Amityville investigation. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Amityville, they're talking about that in the movie and kind of visiting with that while something's happening overseas. And then they tie together. It's, it's cool what James Wan did with that. So it's like two stories going, and then they eventually are. What has Wan done? Oh. He's done a few things, but those are because I know there's one like before The Conjuring that I knew him from. I can't, I couldn't think of it. Freaking, I still think like the one that scared me the most probably ever though. Like The Conjuring, like creeped me out to where I was like thinking about it for a while. Insidious. Okay. He did Insidious. He did Dead Silence, which was decent. Annabelle Creation is what that's called. He's also going to be doing that. He's going to be doing that. I couldn't be a horror writer. I feel like you got to go to some place that I don't want to go to. <laughs> yep, see, here it is. Saw Legacy. Oh, shit. Like, um, Stephen King. Like, I don't know how you can yeah. get to that, like, place in your head. <laughs> that's why I, I'm not a... Uh, horror films have just taken a dive 
in the last decade. We you get, get uh, like one good one. The Conjuring. Every like every every so often, and or you get like the first Paranormal Activity was really good. It, I mean, yeah. it had me creeped out for a few a days. It was such a creative idea. Yeah, and then they they just play in that like they've always done with horror movies. Like the original Halloween was so fucking that freaking theme song, dude. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And then they the last good remake. In my opinion, because I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. I like the first Halloween remake that Zombie did. That, uh, yeah, Rob Zombie. Not the second one so much, the, but actual, the first one. Yeah, that one was good. Um, but the Evil Dead remake, that's the last good one that I enjoyed. They actually didn't ruin it. Scream they, 4 was good, but that wasn't a remake. I haven't seen that. That was, that was better than, like, Scream 2 and 3. But they remade Amityville. I wasn't a fan. Nightmare on Elm Street they sucked. Re- yeah, they redid Poltergeist, and that was horrible. I, I couldn't even make it through it. I didn't see it. They tried to use too much computer stuff, but uh, that's one thing I like about The Conjuring. There wasn't computer no. shit. It was all makeup and costume and acting. I mean, yeah, there was some little bitty effects. You have to. Isn't that that's the dude from Glory Road? Glory Road, isn't it? Who? The guy from oh no 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 the con- they just the look same. the same they look very they, I similar. always get them confused I always get it who who's the the conjuring dude uh, he's in a lot of stuff I forget his name though Hold on. no it's not that's the dude he's the the conjuring dude's the dude from We Are Marshall no that's McConaughey yeah and it's the, Matthew McConaughey no the guy from the other movie the football other Invincible no no what the fuck oh no he's like I think it's the never mind I'm confused now. The guy from uh, Patrick Wilson, yeah, who yeah. plays Ed Warren, yeah, 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 and he is in. I figured it out. Who the dude that we're talking about? What other thing he's in? Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon. Ah, yep, that, yep, yep, that's it. That's, that's it. It's a good movie. Yeah, I like that movie. I like Whoa, Reese Witherspoon. The guy that, Patrick Wilson was the guy in Hard Candy. Have you seen Hard Candy? Mm-hmm. It's a good ass movie. You need to watch it. What else is Patrick Wilson in? Because I've uh, seen him. He's the guy in Insidious. James Wan yeah, likes to work with him, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, he's also in Lakeview Terrace. He was the husband. Okay, okay. He was in Phantom of, he was Phantom of the Opera. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what, what the hell? That's, what? I know. I want to see Jeepers Creepers 3 because I love the first two. I love the spinoff, just how funny it is slash kind of creepy it's just it's a good blend it's a good like horror movie to watch like and not get like scared kind of you're just like okay this is like not gonna happen y'all should have when we were watching the conjuring 2 my girlfriend and i we had to watch it in three sittings because she couldn't make it through it (laughs) and the conjuring 2 is like two and a half hours long so because of the whole two stories blending together but yeah she couldn't because it has a nun in it, and the nun's fucking creepy. Dude, um, nuns are creepy. I grew up Catholic. All that shit's creepy, man. <laughs> and now Juan's going to make a nun movie, how the nun came to be. Oh, so, man. Yeah. I'm just thinking about nuns fucking creeps me out. And he's making so many movies. He did Conjuring and then spinoffs of Annabelle. What do you think about, like, that shit? You think that's real shit, or you think that's just, like, a form of, like, schizophrenia type shit? I've experienced it, and I feel like I'm a pretty level-headed person, and I've experienced it. So I know it now, not to the extent of like a poltergeist or, you know, actually being physically harmed. You think maybe it's like interstellar, like when he's in a different dimension? You think it could be like your past person? Whoa, you just took it way up (laughs) real quick. (laughs) No, I don't know. I experienced it with my ex, which we know. Um... She's na- she's of native heritage. She's like 
Yeah. Almost so you black know. now. Look at that. And her ex before me was a full native as well, and they went to Indian burial grounds and fucked around, mm-hmm. and something's always been following her. And, you know, I thought I was crazy, but the whole temperature change I've experienced... And my dog, or both dogs, you know, they're very keen on that. Um, both had hair raised on their back, sitting up on the end of the bed when all this was happening at the same time as the temperature change. So I've experienced it, nothing bad or um, malicious, but I think the presence is a real thing because I feel like I've experienced it. What do you it. think it is? Since you're a Christian, like you got heaven and hell. And then you have the ancient Judaism thought to where, you know, that's why you bury the bodies because when, you know, the judgment day comes, everyone will come have heaven on earth. So technically there wouldn't be like an afterlife per se as it's depicted. But also you're not from like the Catholic tradition. Like you can explain it from the Catholic right. tradition as people in purgatory. I don't necessarily have a denomination is what you're yeah. implying. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, the same way, I mean, you know, people are going to think I'm crazy for this, but I know y'all don't, but... <laughs> the same way that obviously you know my history with church we won't go into that so I haven't been to a church or I'm going to call it a building with uh, a cross on it you don't need church but, to have uh, faith no um, you can feel a presence there when everyone's praising worshiping just like I felt a presence a couple of times on that so I feel like just like you feel presence from the Holy Spirit per se you feel presence from a demonic entity per se I feel so you I've gotten creeped out a lot going into Catholic churches yeah think of the history there (laughs) yeah like i've just like growing up and stuff i always had like i don't know if it was a good feeling or a bad feeling right but since they're the ones who are more into demons and all that it's almost like the thing like you're calling it to it by you know like having it in the yep stuff the whole exorcisms and exercising entities per se you think that could be going to like you can create your own reality just based off your beliefs to an extent, yeah. So, like, if you believe in that, then that could actually possibly happen instead of being explained, like, maybe there was just an air gap that went and cooled down True. that area based off of a door opening a certain sure. way and then science showing that. that. Sure. I mean, I mean, sure, there's always been. No, but I've been to a cemetery before. Like, my uncle was into that shit, and mm-hmm. we went with, like, the electronic shit and mm-hmm. the temperature gauges and stuff. And I'm scared shitless because I'm like fucking 12 and I'm a pussy when it comes to that shit. (laughs) Like I go to those haunted houses things and whoever's next to me, I'm fucking hiding behind, grabbing onto motherfuckers. No, that's that same Same one. one. But because I would be... No, I mean, it's not... No, it's gross. I'm the person that, uh, that's like, let's not go in the fucking house. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's, we got out of the house, like, (laughs) fuck, fuck whatever, like, let's not go back in. Right. Um, so, like, we're at this thing, and we're going by, like, these graves and shit, right? And we have these things, and, like, the temperature gets to, like, fucking, like, negative 10. It's, like, an 80-degree night out. And it's, like, by your feet, it's, like, a negative 10. Creepy as shit. Yeah. And then the electric thing starts going the fuck off, too. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my uncle took a bunch of pictures. And then he went back looking through the pictures, and one of the pictures, like, in the background, you see, like, like an orb-type thing. Mm-hmm. And then when he zooms in on it, it's got, like, two, like, holes in the orb. And it was like, oh, like shit. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say that that night with my ex was, I got the hell out of there. We went to her house. And <laughs> and then that's not even the only other time. But both times were with her. Like, I've never experienced it outside of being with her. Well, they say in, like, a text, it's, like, objects. And it's like they say in, like, it's rare that a house actually gets it it's attached to like the person or, or the being or a object. dog's gonna be the fuck out though now dude yeah 
Because, like, right as we started talking about it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's, you know, attached to, like, a being or an object. But, I mean, maybe it's, like, the whole interstellar thing with another dimension of reality that we don't know because we live in a, thir- in a third dimension right now. A layer like, that can oversee us, but it's in a dimension that we can't see them. It's a one-way dimension, per se. Yeah, it's, like, the fourth or the fifth dimension or yeah. of reality. And that one, instead of being linear like we are, it's cyclical and circle, and they're just, they exactly. don't have a sense of time because time is just something we've invented based on the sun going down. Speaking of it, Interstellar, it's one of my favorite movies of the last decade as well. And that's one that actually got a lot of the science right. It's a lot of science that's, you know, still like theory, not even, you know, just like getting into the basis of it. But like Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, it's, it's, they got the major technical points right. Yeah. Like, especially with like the gravity and the time. Sure. He was like, that's something that could be real. He's like, we don't know if any of this shit's real. It's all hypothetical stuff right now. Right. But that would be, I mean, that shit. It makes your brain work. Those are the worst horror movies, man. They're, they're like the scariest. The ones that are not even intended to scare like you. Like the ghosts and stuff, like the ghost oh, ones yeah, yeah. and shit like that. That's the scariest ones. Like, we always know there can be a creepy dude to slash people up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's something like you just throw, you gotta throw hands. Mental illnesses are not lost in yeah. this day and age. Yeah, but the other shit's fucking... Yeah, the entity and actual paranormal activity yeah because it's unexplained yep and there's evidence of it throughout history especially with media Mm -hmm. equipment nowadays yeah we don't know if maybe a hundred years from now it turns out science can explain it but it hasn't yet and that's the scary part (laughs) is what if it is yeah what if they can't explain it or what if if they can and it actually is Oh yeah, get some type of equipment that can actually see that dimension, or yeah, and you can tap into it, and Ooh. then maybe God didn't intend you to do that, and Which, all this shit. Coming from a Christian background, I don't feel like I don't feel like, I feel like the um, judgment day would happen before that because I don't like you said I don't feel like God would intend for us to see that. But if own. you create something, would you want your creation to reach its peak optimal? Of course. So you would kind of want it to get there before you end it. Yeah. So they can, like, see and really appreciate it. You also have to remember that'd be like me as a human being having a son that's a human being wanting to see my my offspring do this. Well, God is not of human. Human is just what he created. But But I thought we were made in his image. So if he's not human and his image maybe is this other dimension, wouldn't he want us to fully see him in his form? But maybe he would want us to die first yeah, before we can see him in his form. Yeah. Or her. Could be a her. Could be a freaking he, she. That would make the most sense to me. Like that would be, I, don't th- I don't think that's a proper term. I think I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. It's not she, he, Lauren, she, Like he. God, like God <laughs> probably, if... if I would say God would most likely either have nothing or have like a dick and a vagina. We're getting into a topic that's interesting. Yeah, I could. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's religion's fascinating. It is, especially what if you notice like nowadays you can't talk like crap on like Islam or anything, but you can shit on Christianity all day. Oh yeah, it's. Uh... Ugh. Don't get me started on that. Because I feel like correlating with that, most of your atheists, hardcore atheists, let's just say, what, 90% of them? Just shit on all religions. Just shit on all religions. We're equal shit purple. Yeah. And it's, it just boggles my mind. I'm not even an atheist. I'm an agnostic. 
We know this. <laughs> We've had some pretty deep conversations about that. I like my jokes. I just, uh, I think religion is fascinating because the majority of it, you, your brain is not intended to be able to fathom what the whatever the the word is through that religion, Christianity being Bible or whatever the other religions may be. I feel like that holds true. You're not really supposed to be able to comprehend or fathom it, and that's why you just have faith at the end of the day. Yeah, but isn't that a cop out? But like you I have don't the know. Ultimate reward. But what else do you believe in? Where you're just like, uh, I'm just gonna believe it just because. Um, touching your brake pedal and hoping your car stops. <laughs> yeah, but you also if have we're getting basic. But you also have like logical reasoning on why it should stop. You have warning signs when it's yeah, probably not gonna it's stop. Not a great example, but that's uh, that's what it boils down to everyone asks me why well science has to have faith too because you have to have faith that it was a tiny particle that started it all and they're not gonna it's an endless cycle of well what happened before then why couldn't god be the first thing that's especially with all this dimension shit and string theory and all this shit maybe it turns out it was just this intelligent design not intelligent design like people think but like an actual creator that moved the particles higher being engineering that came from another universe where that other universe got so advanced they could create and be a starter I just feel like (laughs) I don't know how people could argue and they can to an extent but how do you how can you not go back and be like there had to be something that initiated where we are today because yeah you can say oh we evolved from apes well go back where where did they come from it all goes back to the big bang then you get the question well what started that exactly which I feel like someone everyone would have to be in agreement to an extent that something you have to you either have faith God started it or you have to have faith that that particle was the first particle and it's all random right but there's so much order in the the universe but there's also so much chaos it's chaotic order well how much of it have human beings as us as a species even not even one percent of the universe and what do they say like hypo hypo when they're hypothesizing yeah it's like 90 percent of the universe is like dark matter yeah how do you know that's not god we don't we're not anywhere near exploring you know what does that guy say when um uh, is it armageddon when those uh the shards off of the asteroid come down and they're like, how did we not see this coming? And they're like, well, our satellites can only see X amount of whatever. And with all due respect, it's a big goddamn universe or something yeah. like that. I, I mean, mean, it probably was Armageddon. Yeah. And it's just like, we don't know what's out there. That's why I think space is scary as shit. I wouldn't go. You think the ocean's scary? Multiply that by... Number, number you can't even fathom. You can't fathom. Yeah, yeah, you can't fathom how how it's not even close large it is. I mean, the sun is what eight to ten times larger than the Earth. Bigger uh, than that? I think it's way bigger than is that. I think it's something like you could I'm fit. No astrology I know, I you, major. I want to. I want to say it's like like you could fit like thousands of Earth in the sun. Is it that much bigger? I don't know. You have to Google. I'm pretty sure it's a lot bigger though, because like yeah, I think you can fit like a hundred Earths in Jupiter. <laughs> and like Jupiter's moons, some of them are bigger than Earth. Like that's what's crazy. A hundred times bigger than Earth. Okay, so you can put a hundred diameter wise. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, you probably feel like a thousand Earths in there. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Sh- crazy. 
Fuck. Well, I mean, it lights up this big planet <laughs> from way away. That's, I can't even, oh, it's like uh, someone said, I was watching something or whatever, and the thing was, like, everyone's talking about getting to Mars, like, because Earth's, you know, like, started calling, and it's like, why colonize on Mars when we already have Earth? Like, we know what's for sure. Why don't we fix Earth? One million, one point three million planet Earths could fit inside of the sun. Fuck me in the ass and call me Susie. Yeah, that's crazy. That was way off. That was fucking way off. Jesus. That's freaking... Ugh. That's why people... That See, faith is... faith. I don't have a problem with people with faith. I have a problem with people who have religion. That's my problem. Because religion becomes, you know, it's it's when you go to church, you get into these. Cults. It becomes a dick measuring contest. Yeah, and it you, becomes click based. It becomes um, instead of like my own personal faith is right for me. It's my personal faith has to be your personal faith. Right. And if not, I'm gonna chop your head off. Yeah, like smoking marijuana. Yeah. You know, drinking booze or just anything. Yeah. I mean. It's a uh, like uh, especially these uh, as w- I find it weird. Like I know I know people who go to like Life Church and stuff, but I find that like they don't they just go and like watch a dude on a freaking video screen. Depending on which location you go to, I think like the satellite works. ones probably want. But why would you like just stay home and watch TV? I got Joel Olstein on TV <laughs> saying the same shit. I just don't believe in churches anymore. I've lost I've lost all my faith in churches. That's that's <laughs> my influence on them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't see the point of uh, it's going to listen to someone tell you how to personally believe when you could interpret the shit just as well as they can. Or in the correct way, do we even know the correct way on how to interpret scripture considering it's been altered so many times over the year? And then there's also that documentary that has a little bit of logical evidence that there's 13 or so books of the Bible that are missing. Yeah, and why so, did they cut them out? Why like, are they why? cut out? Yeah. Um, should you believe them because they were cut out? I mean, it's not like God put the Bible together. Right. I mean, man man wrote the Bible I after mean, Jesus, 100 years after Jesus' death. Yeah, I mean, we're still talking almost 2,000 years since the thing was written, and it's been altered so much. It's and just, just even going from, like, the tradition of, like, Judaism and their belief in, you know, original Hebrews and their... You know, no, there wasn't a heaven and hell. If you, if you were bad, your soul just died and you didn't exist anymore. Which that sounds worse than fucking hell, yeah. man. Give me a place with like Kurt Cobain and some good music and some <laughs> girls with, you know, I mean, all that stuff. And uh, give me that over just not existing anymore. Then you have the people that come back, come back, quote unquote, from heaven or that's hell. Bullshit. And, yeah, I know. That's, and then uh, they come out years, yeah. X amount of years later and said, yeah, I just did it for. Exposure. Or they did and, and like had that thing, but that's like science can show why that happens. It's well, like it's, basically a DMT trip. Yeah, and it's funny how there's there's X amount of people that went and wrote a book about it, and then you have X amount of people that killed themselves over it because they couldn't even put into words what they saw or describe what they saw, and it makes you wonder. Like if someone came down, I always ask people this, if someone came down from the mountains told you a bush caught on fire and gave you 10 laws from God to live by, wouldn't you just think they went and tripped on shrooms? <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know Moses didn't just go up there? I mean, look where they're at. There's a lot of opium there. How do you know he just wasn't high as fuck? Very possible. I, I don't know. I mean, Jesus' message shouldn't get lost. I mean, it's, for the most part, a message of peace. Well, I feel like most religions have something that correlates to the golden rule to an extent. 
Eh, it depends. It depends. Uh, Christianity kind of has Jesus at least to be there, but he still banishes people to hell if they don't believe in him. So it's really not that peaceful if you think about it. It's still an ultimatum, like what a dictator would say, like, listen to me or die. Um, then Islam's, you know, I mean, that's all jihad. <laughs> oh, people, like, you can't criticize it anymore, but it's, I criticize Christianity the same way. It's it's promoting if, if you don't believe in it, you deserve to die. And especially if you don't believe in the at least they give Christians and Jews some leniency because they're still from Abraham. But, uh, like, atheists and Buddhists and shit like that, no, they don't get any. I mean, Buddhism's, like, the only one that, like, promotes, like, really just, like, inner peace and self, and that's, like, an atheist religion. Mm-hmm. It's not a god. It's finding your own inner faith and your own inner truth, and that's the only way to reach a state of nirvana, which is inner peace. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I do feel like it would be healthy for more people mentally and psychologically if they just had faith in something. It's yeah, I don't I don't believe in nihilism. Yeah. That's just, that's just fucking stupid. You gotta... Yeah, I, I mean, e- even if it's just believing in yourself that you can fucking get out and about, like... I think that's how we're wired is to have faith in something. Believe in... if you That the barracks believe in survival. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you're just... I don't know. I don't like nihilism. I'm I'm a uh, I'm I'm more of a I believe in like duty. Yeah. Like poop. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll call it a we'll call it a show. Um we'll continue these discussions on later episodes, obviously, since religion's fascinating. Anybody who wants if you're an atheist, you wanna get on it, um, you can come we can argue and I can argue with an atheist just like I can a religion person but it's more of a discussion here because that's the only way to get through be prepared to discuss and not lay down facts and not talk or your facts yeah Opinions. yeah don't don't be an asshole um, unless it's all in fun for a good joke nothing wrong with a good joke if you can't laugh at yourself you're kind of an asshole uh, make sure to watch it. Or watch what the fuck. There's nothing to watch. Um, <laughs> Videos coming soon. <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, these iPhones got good quality cameras. Set up like three of them. Edit it later with different all that shit. But uh, um, check us out on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes podcast. And uh, yeah, and there's Micah and Rob. Micah Query. I'm gonna let it slide. Query. And then uh, shout out to my boy Craig Tucker trying to make it through his YouTube channel. Go check him out, Herbal Lion. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's not paying us for this advertisement. <laughs> no, but he's going to come check out the podcast. So I figured I'd help, him. Right. I'd help you out. All right, check out his shit. He can come on the podcast too. Um, you know, it's always good to talk. I'm sure we'll be why Andrew's on his uh, sabbatical. Of, of jacking off with his left hand. Um, probably hear from Mike and Rob more. So, uh, all right. Adios. Until next time. Notes from the shed. <laughs>